0: Pardon me. Welcome into the inaugural first fun Cup podcast. I'm your host, Alexander Phillip You're Richard Lipke, a.k.a. Brad Stedman. This hey. is uh, a podcast that has to do with amateur fitness endeavors, fun stories, and mostly learning how to do a podcast.
1: Yeah, honestly, uh, just a couple, couple former athletes trying to uh, get back in shape and start getting paid for our natural athleticism. I Appreciate
0: that I'm a former
1: athlete. Via, via sponsor, not via podcast. Yes, yes. This is this is just just the boys here. <laughs> I might I might yeah. have a little might have a little uh, delay. I'm watching the old Oilers game. I gotta I gotta five. No, we we can have that five-team parlay, fifteen to one odds. I'm winning on all the games right now. So. This is not going to be a gambling podcast. <laughs> no, for sure. There will be no there will be no speaking of gambling. Just a little bit. We are a minute in, and you've already blown it. So, uh, well, anyways, if you want to get back on track, there, hair, hair fill up. Then, uh, well, what did you get up to in the fitness today?
0: You know what? Today was the first rest day I've had in.
1: I don't even know, man. Fourteen days. Rest day. Love to hear it. That's uh, that's how you work your way to the top, eh?
0: Not even, not even an actual recovery day. I uh, was on the ice last night. Uh, felt like my heart was in a blender and my legs were in mud. And I'm probably one of the three fittest guys on the team, if not top one. Top so it, was, it was, uh
1: Pretty pretty much the
0: fittest guy on the team. Bit of a tough goal out there. I'm not going to lie. I made a couple of real nice rushes. And uh, yeah, middle of the second period, I went to go join the rush. I took about three strides and a sniper in the crowd got me and uh, shot me right through the leg. Had no gas, had no lungs, started taking legitimate 40 second shifts in man's league, so you hate to see it yeah that's, uh, that's a tough goal. Yeah, so last full week of seven, pretty much uh, I think
1: ended with nine
0: workouts, nine full workouts.
1: so so for our li- for our listeners, what are you what are you training for here with the, mm. with the fitness and the workouts? I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, so we got we got a big campaign uh, coming up.
0: I uh, plan to do thirty races in eight months, um, hopefully to raise money for three separate charities: Casa, Ronald McDonald House, and KidSport. All three of these truly revolve around my favorite depression, the kids, but actually revolves around the kids. And the middle one about the burgers. Yeah, and who doesn't love a good burger? Uh, so. I've always been a big believer in community impact uh, and using our platform. And I think we—I don't think we've ever not lived in a society where negativity gets a lot of voice because
1: everybody loves a good story. People claim to love a, a feel-good story, but everybody loves a good story more than a feel-good story. Everyone wants to hear why that kid's in in the situation he's in first, like the Blind Side. You're like, you're like, man, I uh, honestly like yeah. Yeah. just balling out at the school before he became famous. You need a high pain threshold or an action threshold,
0: essentially so yeah 30 races um i was trying to think the other day actually what the minimum distance is kind of per race i don't know if there's a minimum distance uh or sorry an average distance because the minimum distance is about 10k i don't think i've signed up for a race yet that is sub 10 i'm pretty sure 10 is the minimum whether that's on feet on two wheels what have you minimum 10k uh
1: for me i don't think there are 10 i'm running well is about 50 minutes pardon me I don't think there are ten K bike races. That, that's like yeah. my that's like my commute to work in the morning.
0: Yeah, that's why I said minimum.
1: Yeah. Uh nice to
0: see we support the dream. Nice to see. Uh maybe if we could focus on the macro details, not the minor details.
1: Um, <laughs> well,
0: minor hey, ex- minor, excellent, mean,
1: excellent, excellence is in the details, bud. Yes, attention details. Uh crucial. Crucial.
0: Wow. So, what was i trying to say 30 races in eight months starting march 15th st patrick's day trail run here in edmonton and then finishing ideally with 100k iron horse and i want to say is saint paul in this province yep i believe in saint paul so i'd like to finish a 100k race i think the base would be built up well by then uh, and i think it would be huge for the mental game uh, but at the end of the day what it's really for is I guess two reasons. Monetary value, huge fan. If we raise money for children, Uh, I think mental health is huge. So is physical health. And I think all three of these charities serve on at least one of those, if not both of those in terms of physical and mental health. Uh, Not even just growing the athletes of tomorrow. It's not about that. It's just kind of growing good people, getting a good community feel, trying to give back. So I think using this small network I have and the personality I have it you know I've only been running really for two years probably year three and I, I wouldn't even say competitive but that's because in my own head a competitive level is much higher than where I'm at so what it revolves around is me wanting to do it having the discipline to do it and caring enough about it to think I can get people behind me to support it
1: well you know I'm so a that's wicked, what we're training I'm for I'm a wicked businessman so uh I'll get I'll get to you the boys if you need the boys you know I uh, appreciate it.
0: And the B plan with the nine workouts in seven days was to see. Uh, you kind of motivated me, sending me that uh, Man schedule, just even to look like what a regular week looks like. And we're surely not at the hours put in that that schedule had, but I wanted to see what two, two days would look like um, and 60% of the workouts. So five, well, at least five out of nine of them as quality sessions or what I would consider quality sessions. I feel at least four of them were. It's a couple of tough afternoon runs for sure after the morning workouts, but the other one's are pretty good. It's pushing some good watts and pretty happy about it.
1: So are, is it uh, do you guys have snow on the ground or can you run outside yet or are you still treadmilling it? You know what? You could
0: have ran outside two days ago, but I wouldn't recommend stepping out anywhere tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I, I got back from my run today. And as I went up the elevator, I, I looked out the door when I got upstairs and it was a blizzard. Really? Yeah, so I just beat her. So you go on the treadmill then? No, no, I ran outside. I got home and started snowing. Well, it was snowing oh, when oh, I, sorry, snowing sorry. When I beat, left too, but... Sorry, you know, when you said
0: beat her, like you beat the weather.
1: I'm, uh, yeah, it was snowing when, when I left, but, uh, you know, it's all about character building out there and, and you know, it's not... Well, like, I don't know if you've seen it.
0: I don't know if you've seen me gas the tank for you there on strata trying to pump those likes up, those kudos.
1: I, I took, I did this... Well, the thing is, I'd rather go... Out in the snow, like freezing, then go on the treadmill. I went on the treadmill one time. Not a fan. Not did not like that. Can't do it, eh? And and also uh, builds this muscle right here. No man, going out in the snow builds the brain, because I uh, feel you. like you feel like Rocky Balboa out there. You know, you're like, you know, never gonna keep me down. That's like, man, I I swear I have most of my. Actually, no, I don't. I definitely have some good bike rides when I'm coming home, and it is just dumping. You, just drenched you're like yeah I, yeah this is uh lance armstrong right here. My boy so yeah for the uh for the listeners what i'm doing on my end i'm a pretty pretty amateur cyclist just done let's uh,
0: uh just before you get into what you're doing because i uh, always interested more in the motivation part what's uh, what's motivating the current lifestyle change before uh, we get into the training program my motivation yeah what's your motivation
1: Um, mostly looking sick on the beach, you know, nice tight bod. Um, Still counts. For that reason, I also I also want to do do some races. Like like last year, I did a couple like charity rides and whatnot. But this year, I want to uh, you know focus. And uh, yeah, I want to take it more seriously this year. And uh, main goal is really just get onto a a race team if 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 possible. I mean, like I. I reached out to a couple and I just joined like a club but I want to be on a legit team if I can so I feel like Take if I, dive, I gotta but I can't show up to tryouts you know overweight or nothing so but honestly uh my whole life kind of in athletics I've, I've never really had a motivation but I you just I don't know I'm pretty good at just trucking through like uh even this year I was like you know I want to run and get back into shape and then yeah I did 100 kilometers last month and I haven't Runs in like five years so yeah, I, I uh, Set it set my 10k time uh, la on Sunday and mm-hmm. I set it for I did it in one hour like on the on the dot But that wasn't even that wasn't even uh, like pre-planned or anything. That was just a different I was just doing a uh, Like pace repeats
0: and okay. then
1: it ended up being an hour and I was like, oh perfect so nice. so my goal right now is to get it down to 50 minutes if I can do it 50 minutes in a race, then I'll be happy with that. So, be a good time. Definitely, definitely seeing that I could get it to an hour within a month. I definitely think that 50 minutes is attainable, even if not high. If I could get it in the 40s, I would be that'd be cool. So, and
0: uh, what are you doing training wise for that? Are you following the, the smart trainer there? Or you got some research you've done?
1: Yeah, so I have a uh, so I just bought a Garmin watch and uh, they shout put, out Garmin. Yeah, shout out Garmin. And, uh, so they've got a, like a virtual trainer and, uh, the guy, the guy's name is Jeff Galloway. And I was like, okay, sweet. And then I told my mom, she's like, Oh, Jeff Galloway, he's an Olympian. I was like, mom, how do you, how do you know Olympic marathon? It's like, what are you watching your day? Um, yeah, but so you got to think it's the same reason we know the guy
0: who hosts the, uh, amazing race. Like we just lived through it more than anything.
1: I don't know who hosts it.
0: The, uh, Jeff Fisher,
1: Jeff Probst. He does Survivor or Jeff something? I, know, I just remember chugging a pint at uh, at Whistler. Not a pint,
0: sorry, chug. Remember he's bobsled.
1: I don't know. I, I don't anyway. have I don't have cable TV, so I don't really watch a lot of TV. Sorry,
0: motorsport but, maybe.
1: But uh yeah, so mainly just been focused on on getting fit for for cycle season. Um On Strava, I've got a couple. I've got no no KOMs or anything, but. But a couple top fives out of like seven thousand. Yeah, 7, once 000, you strap those wheels over. on, though, eh? Yeah, I am. I am a lot faster on the wheels than I am running.
0: No, no, strap those new wheels on.
1: on oh, my, oh, my deep sections. Yeah, I did get some deep section wheels there last year. I'm pretty pumped to put them on. I haven't haven't even tried them. I got them in the in the winter time, so. Yeah, slip those on,
0: eh? Shed a couple pounds.
1: Yeah, I think I'll be cruising. Ooh, I'm already, yeah, Marty, Marty down. Uh, i pretty sure I can feel the wind coming through my hair right now. I'm uh, consistently down 10 pounds from from New Year's. Consistently? Well, I mean, like... Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I've, sustained. I've been, I've been sustained. Sustained, yeah. So I've been I've been <laughs> down, like, 13 and then down, like, 6. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, Jan 1, 195. Jan 30,
0: 185. Right now, 180. No, no, no. Shadnam. Just
1: 10. Ten pounds a week, kind of guy. That's ten pounds every month, like clockwork. Trying to down to one sixty. <laughs> no, so yeah, my goal is I'm one eighty five right now. My goal by the summertime is to get down to one seventy five. So yeah, I funny. mean, I mean everything, everything is pretty, pretty cut right now. It's just I got a still a little bit, a little bit of belly. I got about ten pounds on the belly still. So I think if I could, if I could get a resting six pack, that'd be uh, that's the goal there. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's, uh, I like that resting six pack. <laughs>
1: well, I have one
0: when like I, like resting bitch face, but a resting stick six pack.
1: I have, I have one when I flex, but when I'm chilling on the boat, I don't want to be flexing all day. I'll get hemorrhoids. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean,
0: uh, I'm getting close. I'm getting close to where I'd like to be aesthetically, but right now, uh, I heard, I heard somebody say once go muscles, not show muscles. And, uh, that was that really struck. No, well, it was Max Holloway and his oh. team. And uh, what did I say that last time? You yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah, because anyway. you,
1: you always chirp me because all I want is the show muscles.
0: No, 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 no. I guess I should have explained it more. Cause I, no, no, because I, I truly think aesthetics is a fine, fine goal. I really do. I think you lose a little bit of attaining it's pretty, skills or attaining
1: well, it's pretty things that motiv- are applicable. That's the only reason Oh, absolutely doing cardio. Because before I, I was mean, just going to the gym and just getting big. But but now I'm well, like... it's I'm also human mad. nature,
0: right? You're, at the end of the day, you're trying to signal to whoever you're trying to mate with or do whatever that you know, you're you're an asset more than anything. No, the reason I like gold muscles versus show muscles in general is because it took my training from okay, I could do three of tens of everything and run three times a week and try and look sick or like get on a plan that is I guess around just looking sick. And then I was like, wait a second, why don't I look at the athletes that I admire and the sports they're in and the professions they're doing and understand what makes them great. And is it because I like you know the fact that a wide receiver can get two feet in bounds and catch a ball on a dime? Is it because I like seeing a guy cycle for 85 k and sprint the last you know 500 meters or kilometer? Is that you know what what's my ammo? So I think you know triathlon for one was it aesthetic? Yeah, I also think it'd be fantastic to be an asset who could swim you know unassisted 5 k you know run unassisted 50. And bike on 100, 200 kilometers a day, no problem. Not necessarily at the same time, but to get to those thresholds in a non race form,
1: they could be a beautiful thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, well, I haven't.
0: Really- <laughs> 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 hey, let's score in the game, bud. He's <laughs> sick, four, sick. Fourth four dog. No, hey, my- hey, Phil, I want to make a podcast. I'm gonna run it. I'm gonna be the star of the show. I'll keep the recordings, and uh, you just show up, and I'll hit you with the uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. No. It was my turn to talk.
1: <laughs> no, Phil, th- no, you're the host, buddy. You're the host. But uh, I'm just trying to keep this ship afloat. Yeah, like I, I've never been on. A, my biggest thing, like for for running, is now that I'm on this structure, it's it's crazy how much farther and faster you can go, and then like you know, how much, how much easier it is to do things. Like I do these hill sprints and, you know, I could do like halfway up the first time I went, now I can do like four times full, full beans. But then yeah. I, so I do these, I do these hill sprints that are, uh, they're like three and a half kilometers from my house. So I run there and then go do them. And then I run home and the That's other, huge. the other day, and it's up like a pretty long hill. And, uh, the other day, man, I gotta step
0: my game up here doing hill repeats.
1: I sprinted top to bottom and my first time there's there, there there's two girls walking dogs. See, and you were like, yeah, you got to have an asset for the opposite sex or whatever. No, trying to pick up chicks out here, Phil. And, uh, so I go flying past them hundred miles an hour. Like, you know, they, they probably think I'm running the Calgary marathon. That's German. You (laughs) pole? I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know you could go that fast without the Nike carbon fiber, whatever those things are. I saw that hair, they're
0: like, is it Bruce Jenner?
1: <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so I did two just, like, beast ones. And then I was like, okay, can't do that again. So I did two half ones, still trying hard, but, you know, just dying. And then on the way home, uh, pretty much walked for three and a half kilometers. <laughs> I would run for, I'd, I'd run for, like, a song, and then, I would, yeah. and then I would walk for a song. Your heart was like, melting. And then I'd be like, okay, you know, I'll get going. And then I'd walk for two songs. And then I was just walking, and then I was like, "Oh man, this turned into a long day." But yeah, so grind, baby. But today, even uh, I took my brother out because uh, so he so he quit his job. It's like he just took him right out. Well, he's going down to uh, Patagonia here in a month, so he nice. put, he quit his job and he's kind of had some time to come hang out at the uh, the old meat factory. So hmm. uh, that's what the office jam is called yikes and then so yeah we did we did uh, the old outdoor what meat but are you doing? not uh,
0: just case and sausages here at the meat factory
1: and just uh, carrying some meats so so we went uh, hill sprint and he's like six four. he's got nice long legs and oh, so he's, just, he's just, making excuses no 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 but he's just pulling away from me and I was like you know Rick before you started training you would be trying to keep up with him and then he got up there a bit and then I just turned on the motor and just blasted him and then there's this guy trying to climb the hill on his bike, and we passed him on foot. He's on his bike. So, but he was like 50 on a mountain bike. So, um, but yeah, I get, no to the top. Get, get to the top, sit down on the bench. Garrett's just struggling up there. And uh, this guy on the bike is just laughing that I, that I burned him because we were already past him when I started to turn the jets on. Uh, Saw
0: yeah. the, the race on full all day?
1: Yeah, he pulled out after like seven, seven kilometers to her uh, to house there. Yeah, you're a little early on the
0: say, so Hey, just hit that gas halfway through the turn. See ya.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of losing losing races. And no, then. Me uh, neither. Yeah, but it he dropped out. Few, he dropped out after 7K. There, went home. And uh, yeah, I finished. Finished up. Did my did my 10K, and I think it was like an hour and two. And that was that was even after the the impromptu hill sprints with a with a big break in the middle. So. I think, nice. if, I think if I start, uh, you know, really trying for it, I could get them down in the fifties. So I so like, it. I that's like all the, it. That's all the motivation I need, honestly, is I'm just like way too competitive and I like cycling. Yeah. What do you, what do you, doing I, I literally oh, just, no. I literally just race everyone to work and I just don't lose one. I, I got passed twice last year and I figured out why it's because people just sit on my wheel. The entire, I, I, ha- I have the perfect story. And then, so I started doing that, never got passed again. As soon as as soon as I knew someone was behind me, I'd just slow down. And then they're like, oh, okay, this guy's gassed or whatever from trying to race. And then they'll pass me, and then I'll just burn them in the past, like, 20 meters to my turn.
0: Psychotic.
1: I know. So so I'm, that reminds
0: me That reminds me of a guy we run with uh, in these mountain races we do. So since sin seven death race, I uh, we'll refer to this gentleman as, uh, yeah, we'll call him, no, not Rain, man. We'll call him Doc so uh doc was a late addition to our sin 17 last year and we didn't know a whole lot about him uh we offered him a place to stay because i think it was maybe a month month and a half out we were like hey we need a seventh and uh you know it's going to be leg leg five which is about twenty three, twenty four kilometers and i think it's I think it's like the third artist leg maybe it's third or fourth artist leg at seven so it's so it's up there and uh so we meet him everything he's cool and he drove his van up which is awesome so he's like no no i got like a, a camper van that i stay in uh, so i'm just staying in the parking lot like the, the finish line like that's where i'll be at so
1: this guy's uh, legit
0: well i mean he, he runs all the time miles uh, uh they, you know a team member of ours saw him running the range roads there and i kind of picked him up and, and knew who he was from in town and you know, gave him the offer sheet and he politely accepted and, so we didn't know what to expect. And honestly, he, you know, he didn't look like much of a runner and he had told us kind of a bit of his trail experience. And then, you know, I got to thinking as a case, guy's way more qualified than I am. Mm-hmm. So he's running the leg after me. So I do my, I think mine is only about 26 or 28 It was a pretty greasy grind. It was straight uphill and then kind of downhill. Um, definitely. Definitely the, the leg. hardest
1: leg for sure. Cause you're the, no, no, this, this,
0: no, no, this one, <laughs> this one was since seven, not death race. death race. I definitely the hardest leg. This one was like the second hardest Cause, uh, mm-hmm. Our boy, uh, who referred to as the vet, definitely had the hardest leg, uh, which might even be harder than the leg I have at death rate. Anyway, so he's gone, and we're like, hey, how, how long do you think it'll take you to get your, your leg done? Like, it was 23 kilometers or whatever. You're in the mountains or He's like, oh, you know, like, like two and a half be a good time. We're like, all right, so you don't wait for that, whatever. Probably get there just under two hours anyway, just in case he's flying or whatever. So I hand off the, the old timing chip to the Doc there, and he gets going. I was just like, go get him, whatever. So, we're just driving down the road because the first like kilometer is through the field, so we can still see him. And just as we're pulling out of like the transition area, he's already passed three people. And like, he's just getting into a steady pace. So we're like, okay, like, all right, you know, don't don't blow it or but we'll see. That's, uh, so, we go about like our burning. thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, that's what we're expecting. So, we go do our thing and, uh, you know, go back, get showered, go to the, go to the halfway house there or whatever. We show up back at the, at the start line, waiting for him. And this guy just comes buzzing around the corner in like 210, 215, whatever it was. Just just had a phenomenal leg. You, just, you couldn't have planned any better. Kept the daylight up for uh, the vet to start his leg. It was just brilliant. So we come in and we're like, doc, that was, that was a phenomenal run. Like, do you have any idea what position you put us in? Or, you know, because we're checking for live updates, waiting for the to refresh. And without even missing the beat, he goes, and he's just sitting there, just counting in the air, just quiet. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, I think I passed 24 people and only like past four times. I think I passed 20 teams. <laughs> and we're like, in the spe- That's one a kilometer. And sure enough, it was like 17 or 18 spots we had gone up. And he probably passed like three or four soloists. He's like, Oh, yeah. No, no. So I play these games with myself where. I look at the person ahead of me and then I go, okay, I can't stop running, or at least running at that pace, until I pass this person. And then we're like, okay, what happens after you pass that person? Oh no, I just keep repeating that. I just keep doing that. Well, yeah. And he just stared and he just stared at us. And we're all like, This man is a savage.
1: That's this the, man is a silent assassin. That's the that's the competitive nature. That's all I do when I'm biking. I don't know any of my times or nothing. I just I just look at the guy's tire and try and hold it. Uh, he said some.
0: He said he said in some races he literally like would keep a marker with him and mark off how many people he
1: passed. Like he just he'd, looking, he would just keep, he'd, he'd tick their arms when they go past. Tick their tricep. Like no, his own like, arm. Be, guys like, what are you doing? Yeah, well, I'm just ticking you to let you know that I passed you, bud.
0: That so bitch.
1: I, I see a mark coming past me. You know I'm coming after you. No, on his own
0: arm. Like he just pick like, one, two. But then how do
1: how do you, how do you know how do you know what position he start off the line though?
0: Well, no, that's the issue is you don't because you also don't know if you're passing a soloist or like a team guy unless you're really looking at their bibs, but it's just something that keeps him motivated. He's, you know, just look at the next runner, and I told myself, I could stop. Like, told yourself, your body's not absolutely crying. You're not waiting to collapse. Waiting to collapse. Just, I'll just keep going.
1: You know just what keep going. Left
0: foot, right foot, the way the finish line.
1: You know what it was? It's because it was a brand-new team, and he's trying to, you know, show up for the boys, so he went all out. And then no, this guy's like, a
0: stone-cold assassin.
1: Oh yeah. Well I guess if he's a, running he's running he told us this is a
0: standard practice.
1: Well the the vet goes and picks him up out of the farmer's field because he's running down range roads there. So he's all he runs on Strava, like, nah. he runs
0: the same out and back just about every day. It's like you can see where his house is, he goes down to get to the road and it's just Z-Z-Z-Z. and it's either like 17 kilometers, 22, 28. Like it's just increments of five. He just, he All just way where where the way back to the top. Are. It's yep. like every range road's about five kilometers. Or every couple range roads about five kilometers. No elevation gain or loss. Straight in, straight out. That's what I like with the uh, the cross. And track. he runs. He runs a birthday run every
1: year, where however old he turns is the kilometer he runs. Well, he's not going to be able to do that when he's ninety. <laughs> guy's a savage. <laughs> Maybe if he's still farming by that point. Legends no. live forever. That's what's nice with the uh, Crowchild Bridge by my house. It's an exactly five-kilometer loop, so I can just do however many laps I want, which has been two, but if I wanted to do more, I could.
0: (laughs) It's good to have markers, though, from from leaving your house. It's usually what I do. A deep river valley system.
1: Yeah, and then today I was smart because there's a bunch of bridges out front, so I just did the laps until I was done because the first time time I did this, it was supposed to be like a 7K kind of... uh, Tra- training run there yeah and then it said cool down and i was like three kilometers from my house and i was like oh sakes i did not plan this out well so but you know just just uh any extra bit counts might as well might as well uh, use them you know yeah and
0: it's i find one of the things i struggle with especially once you get a structured system is when you feel really good and a change will not change my mentality but one thing i struggle with is uh are you checking your phone right now
1: no, I'm playing with this piece of tape. I honestly can't sit at my desk without playing with stuff. Okay, as long as there's no,
0: uh, yeah, it's mostly for me, but who cares? <laughs> anyway, is uh, like when I'm feeling really good, I struggle with like blasting out another rep or two, or like another kilometer or two, or kind of taking it because you already you you set your workout up right. Say you're gonna go, okay, I'm gonna do 10k working set of you know, five where I want to do like four thirties as my med per kilometer. So just warm up, you know, for the first kilometer to run that five cool down, go home. But maybe like you're right on 430, you hit that five K working set and you're like, I think I can hold this for seven, like for sure. And it, and it will build that base, but you're taking a little bit away from tomorrow's workout if you have something planned, like if you have rest or recovery, because for me trying to do all the training, I'm doing like major volume action. Where I'm trying to fit in as many workouts, make quality sessions, get a lot of rest, but not ever peak too high where I'm going to burn out. Yeah. yeah. Like kind of Icarus training, if you will, where I'm just trying to ride that line sometimes from week to week. Or then like, even when I was on the ice last night, the first thing I thought was, yeah, that two hour basketball session on the weekend, probably not great for the legs to come on here tomorrow night, the next day and do almost the exact same thing, hitting stops and starts all day.
1: My my brother went to basketball yesterday after the gym after being in Holland for three weeks. Literally he's done nothing. Went to the gym, showed up to basketball. He's like, Oh yeah, boys, uh if you just wanna sit me, that's fine. I was like, Garrett, terrible, terrible preparation, bud. But but no, I uh like even even when he turned around today I was like I was like, man, I kept asking him the whole time, I'm like, Hey, are you still feeling good? Like, let's keep going, man. He's like, No, I'm not feeling good. I'm like, hey, okay, i well, I'm feeling good. So then I I just kept burning it out. And then turn them what 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 uh what's your race pace for a 10 k? I just want to know so I could beat you the fastest 10 k ran was in September
0: of last year and it was about forty seven and a half minutes Okay, there's, so, there's my bench. well, it's on strong. I think it was it was about a four forty five per kilometer
1: there there's my benchmark oh, I definitely have to get also a uh and it was like there was like one hill I have to get a strategy for actually racing negative yeah, split. Yeah, so around the I first half at eighty percent. Man, I follow this. Around one the guy. next
0: quarter at ninety. Around
1: the last quarter, at hundred ten. I follow this one guy on Strava that I went to school with, and he did was a. His,
0: uh, was he a national athlete at one point?
1: No, at one? He, he was. A, he was just an economist, and okay. uh, <laughs> and uh, so he. I just Is lunged, me? No, and he ran it. He ran at lunch at ten k, and. uh and his his time was like a four like four thirty pace. I was like, "Oh, where did that come from?" And then I looked at his pacing. Started out hot, finished or in the middle slow by like thirty seconds. Finished hot. The pace the pace was a perfect inverted bell curve, like exactly perfect. I was like, "Man, this guy's actually a beast." So I wonder if that's what he wanted to do though, because like usually
0: you do it the other way for a progression run would be the bell curve. Well, like start I, off at five thirty, get to four thirty, and end off at five thirty.
1: Well, he might he might just be uh, you know training his his finishing arts. You know, <laughs> finishing arts. Tire yourself out at the beginning and then finish. Pretty hard. sure you could use two sprints for
0: that and high intensity interval training if you want to work on. Lactic
1: acid thresholds or lactic thresholds or
0: I just as if I, we as if we know anything.
1: I just do the Matthew McConaughey method and uh you know if you can sweat for an hour in a day, you'll be looking good. So yeah. all right,
0: all right, all right apparently. It's
1: it's all my, it takes. My my paces are look look like an abstract painting when you're checking strava. <laughs> yeah. You'll get there. One day.
0: Sure on feel. But I did I found it once I started
1: running on the field, my pace got a lot more consistent. Well, I mean I've
0: been I got doing... a wicked blister on the side of my foot that's like
1: I've rusty, a been... little been going bloody. Hey, we don't want to hear about that.
0: All right, thought we might, but it's athlete life.
1: We've been going for a, I've been going for a month, so I imagine you know, three months in when the snow actually melts and it's actually summertime, then then we'll be hitting hitting a stride here.
0: I mean, if you stick with it, you'll probably yeah you make huge strides. I just oh, find yeah. it so hard getting like like it's easy to get faster at least it feels easy to get faster at the start because you're you know you, you have such a quick way to progress because your bottom like your floor well, is you, so
1: small you start off at a at a horrible pace like when you do yeah. a run it is terrible yeah, so it feels like those those really big
0: leaps you make in training are really quick, but now it feels really hard to get like faster because you know it gets exponentially harder as you try and go from okay a six a six minute pace for 10k to 545 to 530 to 515 to a five
1: and then sub five sub four sub three if you can peak sub three with that is elite i did i did the same i do the same route every day so you know like 180 days and i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure i have Probably like twenty that are in the pace of like one second. Yeah. But but you, you don't you don't see those those gains. But I was also not I was also not training. I was just kind of going I on know. whenever. No Strap shoes on, get out there. Man, I went to one race last year. Still hammered. My buddy's bachelor party the night before. I finished like top fifty out of like three hundred. Pretty. Cycling like race. It was a just a charity ride, but there were some teams out there. You're savage. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I did did jump in behind the team for the uh, like last probably 20k. Nothing wrong with that. So, so they they were happy with me just jumping in the. Well, I don't know if they were or not, but I I, I tried to run on the front for a bit, and they were not happy. They're <laughs> like they're like we don't mind if you sit back, but uh, yeah, we're working on things for real races, so just don't lead out. I'm like we're okay, working on.
0: We're working on paces, so unless you're going to sprint past this entire group, I don't think this is going to happen.
1: Well, it was so funny. So like, so I was just like, oh man, when I go to the get to the front, you know, I got to hold this pace. Like these guys are sick. And then so I got to the front, and then uh, just started riding, put my head down for like 30 seconds. I was like 200 meters in front of these guys. I'm like, oh okay, so they're not following me at all. <laughs> pretty pretty much just slammed on the brakes, turned around, and got behind them again. You probably didn't have any
0: bike computer, or anything. You eh? just going outfield.
1: Oh, I just check Strava when I get back back to home base. Yeah, i me mean, just put my head
0: down. All those guys probably got their wattage meters staring down at them. Their average speed. They got a game plan.
1: Yeah, and it's that's, like all right,
0: it's it's lead out time, baby. It's Ricky's time. Let's go, boys. Hey, what do you say, hey, boys? What do you say? I like Tur- turn back. 15 guys behind you. All <laughs> wearing the same kit.
1: Literally, just just like. 30 seconds after my hangover was done, I'm like, hey, it's, it's go time. And it was pretty much pretty much like race and sprint pace. And they were like, hey, bud, we got a long way to go here.
0: <laughs> Rome wasn't building a
1: day, kid. Yeah, I, uh, I could have beat those guys, I think. But then when it became... Classic start to a story. No, but then when it came to like... Fucking blew up both my knees. Cause we could see we could see the finish line because it was in the hills so you could see it from like quite a ways away because it kind of goes downhill and uh yeah so I sat behind them and those guys were just because they're all having fun they're like yeah as soon as you can see the finish line let's go and uh yeah not even close man I could have put a motor on my bike and uh these guys were just gone I was like okay never mind could not have beat them she had feeling those legs so yeah that's that's kind of one of the things I want to do join a team is so I can you know, actually figure out how to race. Absolutely, because most of the race I do is to out backcountry dirt biking racing against my brother, and that's just you know who can go faster without crashing.
0: Would you ever competitively ski uh, water ski?
1: Did I? Would you ever? I would, but that's not feasible here because our lake is not flat ever, and we don't have buoys. No one does it. No. Like, a lot of people do it out in the Okanagan because the lakes are always flat, and then they set buoys, and they have ski boats. Like, we've got a, a ski boat, quote-unquote, but you can catch air off the wake. I saw the,
0: yeah,
1: that's I saw, true. I saw one guy, uh, just his boat was parked out back, and he had a ski. He had, like, a $3,000 1980s, like, Mastercraft ski boat that you could tell was a pinnacle back in his day, but it's 40 years old now. And then, like a four thousand dollars ski, I'm like, "Hey, this guy, this guy goes hard." You could tell. Hard the paint. Yeah, you know, if you're going fishing, you get a you get a forty dollars ten boat, but a nine hundred dollars fish finder, you're going to be catching more fish. <laughs> than got in a sick boat. So true. So true. It's all about duct tape. Yeah, I need a I need duct road tape bike. On the shoes. Need yeah. a road bike, Rick. What's What's your plan? When are you picking one up? Uh, probably,
0: probably, about to do.
1: probably when the uh, snow starts melting a bit. Uh-oh. Phil's been watching uh, too many dirty videos, lost connection, the old computer slowing down a bit. That's tough for the first goal. Really, Chad, you cut out there for a bit, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: I know. we still heard you, though. So um, <laughs> I'm thrilled about that. I hope that comes through nice and smooth on the recording. Uh, thanks for, thanks
1: for chirping me about my
0: private videos, is my work computer, this thing sees nothing but Jesus' word, okay? This thing is absolute gospel. I ne- oh, haven't even opened an incognito window in my life on this computer.
1: Oh, I open incognito windows at work all the time because I watch hockey and baseball every day. Yeah, I see, I sicko. See now.
0: now I got Gmail, YouTube, Google News, Spartan Training, Salesforce, CSA, Bike Exchange, Marathon <laughs> Training. Hey. Uh, 70.3 PDF and Canada Life RepNet. That's
1: where my life's at. Phil, you're in wealth management. There's that's the least amount of Jesus work in the world, you you crook. What do you do? You build maps? Yep. That's Jesus. Yeah, there's no map to heaven, that. buddy. It's called the Bible. You ever read it? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Oh, yeah oh, only, only, only when I'm on the last kilometer of my leg. <laughs> Pull the old John three sixteen out. Yeah. God said let there be light. God said, "Let there be bike." <laughs> there you go. So
0: I read it as
1: pretty quick, eh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what,
1: what? Yeah. The, been up to the, here? the game
0: plan. Sorry, I was just gonna finish the game plan for the road bike. I think what I'm gonna do. Oh, yeah. Is I'm gonna end up getting a road bike, not a tri bike.
1: Yeah, that's why I said. I think.
0: The ideal would be, because I'm not going to do that many triathlons, I'm just going to be that guy and throw the aero bars on. Yeah, 100%. Why not? So I'll just throw those on, hopefully get a good position. Uh, see if I can even sustain being in an aerodynamic position for uh, many kilometers on end. Uh, oh. But right now, the only thing we're focusing on is the motor. So a lot of running, a lot of cycling, a lot of, of getting these legs tuned up.
1: Don't get a sick tri bike until you know if you're good at triathlon or not, because you might be. A That's horrible, the other thing too. You might be a horrible swimmer, and then you're like, "Okay, hey, maybe, maybe just." Uh, well, just not even that. Just the passion, because like you can
0: always ride a, a road bike around. That'll never go out of style. Exactly. But if you got a, you know, just a sick tri bike sitting in your garage collecting dust, it's like, oh, there's another former wanted to be an Olympian.
1: Yeah, my buddy was looking at getting a tri bike, and he's not even a He's not even a triathlete. Either. He does nothing. I think they're really gonna a tri bike and time
0: trial bike, pretty much the same thing, no? Yeah,
1: pretty much. So I think I'm gonna enjoy it anyway, because I th- think I just like go fast. Honestly, just get a road bike. Like they they're pretty, no, I'm gonna, pretty I utility. Will. I think that's gonna be the play. And i will probably do what
0: you do. Keep an eye on wheel prices. And,
1: yeah, yeah, well what I'm thinking for myself is like you know, because I have an 11-year-old bike, no, 9-year-old bike, and then, but uh, all the components are sick, so I'm just, yeah. or like, not sick, but the frame. High end for their bike, day. Yeah, all well, high-end, and the, the frame is like full carbon, like, still as light as the new ones, so I'm just going to buy new components as, as need be, and then... I bet you what'll end
0: up happening. I I I doubt it. I bet you what'll end up happening is uh, you'll get another bike used. You'll have the wheels ready to go, but you'll just get another carbon bike that's got a better group set and everything put together. Because I think about that too, but like, who are you going to pay to put the crankset in? You can put that in?
1: Yeah, I'm a mechanic,
0: bud. Get the derailleurs
1: uh, lined up, run the cable through the frame. But I rebuilt a 1970 motorcycle. I'm pretty sure I could work on a pedal bike. Yeah, I mean if you have the confidence you get the time and wherewithal, then hey, time is money, baby, and you'll be saving your money by using your time. Yeah, like no problem. And uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind getting, you know, a bunch of bunch of parts, fill the garage, and then What's your dream bike? I don't know. I just I just look at them and laugh. I don't I don't write them down. That's that's out of the picture. And I also I also like uh people that are like race competitively yeah. Have, have like the five thousand dollar bike, not the thirteen. Those thirteen thousand dollar bikes are are ridiculous.
0: They're pretty heinous.
1: They like, look so sick, though. They do look sick, but I I don't even know. But I do want to ha- I, I do want to get eTap, something with eTap. They're sick. I, guess, I
0: think that'd be dope.
1: But you know, we gotta just start them off. I'll I'll probably like just start redoing this bike one one bit at a time. What's the crankset
0: on your uh, Canada
1: 1-5 on the Canada. No, I got, I got uh, one yeah. under, the, one under the Durace.
0: Yeah.
1: So I mean, it's got all the bells and whistles, but it's just a, it's a 2011. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Still sick though. I, I think uh, new, new group set and derailleur is next on the agenda. Just something, and, something, uh, something a little rip, with, with rip. a little tighter spring.
0: Yeah.
1: And you got rim brake right now. Yeah, rim brake. Yeah i gotta get i gotta get carbon pads carbon pads for the new uh deep section carbon wheels yeah so but i i'm i don't care i'm i'm excited for them mostly because they look sick i don't imagine they'll make me faster but they look sick that's probably make you faster probably make me marginally faster There there's some technology behind these things for sure probably probably uh the amount that I've been eating healthy and running and going to the gym is probably going to make me 10 times faster than the wheels do. That's like when my dad was racing snowmobiles. These guys would be putting like titanium bolts and like all the best parts and machining their own parts. And then they're like 300 pounds riding these things. He's like, <laughs> I, got, I got my sled down to uh, like 406 pounds, uh, you know, everything. And he's like, what's total weight with you on it? Oh, yeah, like 750. It's like, yeah, mine mine is it's- like... You know what? You know is, it's, Mine is half as much money, and I'm sitting on it, and it's 500 pounds. You know what it's like,
0: though, for real. It's like a 20 handicap with a pair of and the brand new combos, hitting Pro V ones, and the like newest Taylor Made driver. Yeah, like yeah, like go ahead, tell me about the gear. Tell me about your gear. That's why. Like, I, oh, it, was, it was totally a game changer on it so once I got the offset and I got the cavities. Yeah, game changing. Your 20 handicap. was your 100- short game? How's, How's your short game?
1: How many pars did he make this round? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I've just had the same clubs for my entire life. Just a nice forgiving set of pings that I got for graduation. And Man, when well, I shot,
0: I had one under par round last year at 18 holes. And when I did it, the guy I played with, we both had the same set of Mizunos. Yeah. And he's like, how do you find those uh, Those Mizunos? Oh, you got like the the brush steel, hey, they like, oh, go, yeah, you're hitting the uh, C-tapes. We got regular stiff in those. Like, you know, what, what are you hitting? I was like, buddy, these are C taper X I was like, you you couldn't even hit these if you fell on them. Like, these things are like 10 to 2 by far, right? My eight iron pair is 180. Wow, you want to be like, so sick. No, this guy just kept, he's like, yeah, I, I really felt like I couldn't turn it over. I'm like, you pull everything inside out and you don't follow through. You're losing 20 yards off your driver because you don't know how to properly extend your arms. It's a big muscle swing. It's not a hard concept.
1: I'm not saying I'm sick, but that day I was. Well, I mean, you did play college golf, so you're better than most. But I mean, yeah. I shot 70 that day. I hate to brag, hum- humble brag. Yeah, ninety percent of the time it comes down to the old operator. It's like I went. I went percent dirt- of the time. I went dirt biking with uh, one of the guys that we went to high school with, and uh, he was in your grade. And he comes out. He's got the brand new dirt bike, and like you know, just sick top of the line and like I've had my dirt bike forever but I just meticulous maintenance and only only replace things that break but like still have everything on the drive like full exhaust and and motor and everything is all still stock because I mean it's a 450 you don't need more power than that in the mountains no and, I'd uh, have to agree and uh, yeah so he comes out got all the pipes and all the whistles and son he comes out of like and he's a so. mile- Miles behind me the entire day. And then, like, I was waiting for him the one time. And he's like, yeah, gotta go back to camp. He, he crashed. Popped a hole. Like, broke a hole in his exhaust pipe. He's like, yeah, done for the weekend. You know, gotta go back. Get a new sick header on this thing. I'm like, but my my guard is literally duct taped on there. Not not literally, but, you know, it's got two, two different bolts in there. But both same thread. But I'm like, <laughs> I'm like. Man, just keep care of your stuff and and just get better. You don't need the sick, sick stuff unless someone else is paying for it. It's a side
0: we're a part of, though, a little bit.
1: That's why, uh, that's why i got to get on a race team here so someone will buy me a new bike.
0: Yeah, or even just, you know, if they want us to demo the bikes for the year at I don't, no expense, you know, and then sell them every year, get new ones every year, I'd be into that.
1: I don't, I don't think that'll happen. They'll probably give me a free kit or something. That's about it. That'd still be
0: dope for the Redwood Athletic Club.
1: It's uh, the, uh, yeah, so so for the listeners. And, uh, hey, you know, reach out to me, uh, 403-998-3343. Uh, phil and I are starting a... That's uh, his WhatsApp. A lot of shady things in there. No, that's just phone number. It's still shady, but not You that can bad. catch me on Instagram at Phil and Good with two L's. Anyways, but uh, we're, starting, uh, we're starting a race team, the Oakmont Athletic Club, so it's going to be... Uh, you know, triathlon, running, biking, whatever you want. And uh, we're just, we're, we're going to be pretty casual, I think, at first, because, you know, we don't have any members yet. Well, we got... We yeah, got. we're going to try and get maybe
0: a little once-a-week training program going. with we'll free fitness. We'll see. We'll see.
1: Yeah, well, we have uh, we have Phil's Phil's running team on board, and uh, we got some cyclists down here in Calgary that... Shout out to the Tigers. We already have a, a team at the university, but those guys are graduating here uh, this year. So I'm already graduating because so I'm smart. Um, so yeah, we'll get, we'll get on that and get some, get some training in there, some team barbecues and,
0: you know, I've got a good
1: team Q. I've got, I've got a cabin with a boat. So, uh, and some kayaks. So perfect for triathlon training. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, can we do some open water swims, baby? Reach out and, uh, come be a part of the team. Phil is pretending to swim right now. Oh, and by the way, I grew up at the lake. Rick doesn't know how to swim. That's why I'm not going to be a triathlete.
0: Yeah, this podcast uh, was originally going to be named uh, State of Things, Ricky, you're bad at, but we decided with Mug Cup. So,
1: Well, yeah. What are you, what are you drinking out of today? I got the old uh, cup. That's not cup.
0: Gray's uh, Office Furnishings, shout out. We're so so celebrating their 50 years this year. Um, so we're at team, team Mug today. Team Mug. Big <laughs> Mug <laughs> guy. If button, Bill's right.
1: got the mug. I've got the cup today. So also, always double fist and waters. If you could choose to be anything, kids choose to be hydrated. So yeah, I think uh, I think with Can't that. Hear you, I lost the headphone. I'm so sorry. I think with that, with the old mug cup reveal, I think that's gonna do it for one day. Yeah, I like and, it. Uh, looking, looking forward to getting back on, and uh, I'll see Tell, the uh, tell
0: listeners where they tell listeners where they can find you on your social medias. Uh, I gotta look it up. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Phil from the wind. That's P H I L from the wind. You can find me on Instagram at feeling good. Uh, for those of you that want to find me on Facebook, don't, I don't want you on Facebook. I barely like the people I have on Facebook uh, and LinkedIn. You can find me in
1: Alexander Phillip. B A. I don't, I don't have uh, Facebook, but on Instagram, <laughs> way to one up me, Wait to one up me on Facebook. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Ricky Lukey. That's R I C K Y. L-U-E-B-K-E. Yeah, I and, might have uh, to get you a stage name. You can also uh, hit me up on Snapchat. That's uh, Ricky <sighs> Luke. Spelled the same way. Chicks only, though. Plug into Snapchat. Yikes. Yikes. Perfect. I can't wait. I can't wait to get, like, 28 chicks adding me after. to that. Tough. Today. Tough, Paul. All righty. Well, uh, I'll see you next week there, bud. All right.